Well, we want to thank uh, the sponsors that helped bring you uh, all this uh, highlights and uh, football on Friday nights here on Round Guy Radio. Uh, first of all, we want to thank Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine and Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, as well as Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jim Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, the Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland, Iowa. we got Jacob Lenzendorf, who is a, a KTVO sports director, and he helps us out with the Western half. Uh, you had some big, big, big games uh, over there last night. A lot of, a uh, lot of wins and uh, um, some tough losses. But uh, uh, I'd just like to hear a little bit about the teams you cover this week. Yeah, it's the uh, the end of week six here. We're gonna get into the uh, the nitty gritty. And uh, I think last year I kind of referenced calling this point in the year where we're finding out who's a contender and who's a pretender. So, uh, yeah, we uh, had a good night last night of, of highlights and stuff, busy night of action. Um, but, yeah, let's get in. Let's get right into it uh, and not waste any time here. Just kind of going through the teams that I've uh, really been impressed with here, especially as of late. Uh, it was a bit of a tough decision for who was going to be my first one, but let's go with Sigourney Kyoto after their, their big win well, last how about night. The, how about that win last night? Because Great win for that. Great win for them. Uh, not in the first rankings for Class 1A that came out last week, facing off with uh, the Pella Christian Eagles, and they get a 27-point win. And uh, I don't know. I, I say I dare the IHSAA to, to keep them out of the rankings here this week because those guys are hungry. I wish I was there for that one. But uh, still, they got the job done. They're in the driver's seat now for the district. And uh, it kind of seems like they're really finding their identity here. Uh, Coach Jensen told me they didn't really have a real workhorse in the backfield at the beginning of the year, but now they definitely do with uh, with Kale Clarahan for another great night last night. 22 rushes, 139 yards, two touchdowns. And then uh, Sawyer Stout only passed three times, but two touchdowns uh, passing for 81 yards. It's a good night for him as well. So that is a team that is rolling right now. And uh, I'm hoping to talk to Coach Jensen here this week, get some get some thoughts from him. I'm going to reach out to him here soon and uh, kind of pick the brain and uh, see what's going on on his side. But, yeah, that's a team that's really rolling, 5-1 and one, and uh, in a good spot in their district. What do you think about Sawyer Stout's passing? I think he, is, he just puts it where he has to whenever – I mean, that play action is so good. you got so many guys creeping up. You never know when that pass is going to come. It just seems like he's so accurate. The, the kid is a, a great athlete, good in basketball as well, and uh, just a, a great leader for them, and he can run the ball. He's a physical physical runner as a quarterback. So, yeah, I, I love I love him as a quarterback. Yeah, I, I, think think he, I think he's one of the um, – well, where he's good – is when you need to lead somebody down down there for a win, a little bit of a John Elway in that kid. Right, right. Yeah. He he's got that he's got that it factor that you need. He's not gonna throw it very much, but when he does, it's usually for a big play. So uh, that's a great team right now and they're rolling. Okay. Next up we got the Moravia Mohawks. Yeah, coming how at about six them? and one. Yeah. Eighty to zero last night. Not a misprint, eighty to zero over Melcher Dallas. I think that's pretty good, right? <laughs> They're playing they, the same team. They amaze me every week with the tremendous scores. I, I love the Mohawks. Yeah, yeah, they're fun to watch. Five no. straight wins for them now. 
um, averaging almost 62 points per game during that stretch. They've had some close games, though, too, and tough opponents during this during this uh, this run here. They beat Montezuma, who's very good, by two. They'll play by a score, and then they beat Southeast Warren, who beat them last year. So the Mohawks are rolling right now, playing some good football. They got BGM in a couple weeks, which will be a good challenge. But I talked to Coach Messmaker here uh, recently, and he feels the team is more equipped to make a deep run than last year. Remember, they had that great passing attack last year with Riley Hawkins and, and Shane Helmick. But this year, they really committed to that run game more so they can be balanced and not be one-dimensional. So uh, that those guys in eight-man football are going to make some noise, uh, I feel, and they're playing some good ball right now. Well, look, I'm just going to stick with this theme of quarterbacks talking to you. Now, they still have Shane Helmick, right? They do. Yeah, they do. And what he's do you think a great of him? Year. I mean, he has phenomenal numbers. Uh, he just con- he's so consistently uh, sixty points plus every week. Yeah, I mean, those guys they've got they've had at least fifty in the last five weeks, and he, he's really the the orchestrator of the whole thing, the leader for those guys. And uh, got, some of the credit's got to go out to those receivers as well because they got the Jackson McDaniel's and the Wyatt Throckmorton's that can really make guys miss in the open field that kind of help out uh, Shane's stats a little bit. But Shane is a great player, and Coach Messmaker told me he's like, "Hey, Shane could have been Noah's not running more. I want to get my stats because he threw for twenty four hundred yards last year is what uh, is what Coach said." So. Uh, his ability to uh, take in the suggestion and just for the betterment of the team uh, is just an awesome way to to lead. And those guys are rolling right now, especially on offense. Yeah, well, yeah. So. so next up, Albia Blue Demons, four and two on the season, forty nine fourteen win last night over Davis County. Uh, and this has been a bit of a streaky team. They had a two game win streak to start the year, then two games that they lost, and now two more wins in a row here. And uh, we got some highlights from that one last night, one of our photogs at that game. And he was very impressed by Albia's offensive line, getting tons of push on the line of scrimmage all night long. Wyatt Beckwith had the bulk of the carries, 17 for 125 and two scores. And Luke Wynn continues to be great under center for them. And that defense is very good as well. Uh, winnable games for them to end the season here with three and three West Burlington and two and four Mid Prairie. So Albia is is playing very well. They had a down year, uh, down last couple of years, but they are really rolling here uh, as of late. Well, I think there's some big games in the next two weeks. I think they got Mid Prairie and Meepo, don't they? Next in the next two weeks, they've got West Burlington next week and then Mid Prairie after that. So yeah, yeah. yeah. oh yeah, should, okay. should be interesting to see how those those last couple uh, end up here. And then the last one I'd like to really kind of go in depth on is uh, is Pekin. Uh, after two straight losses uh, to some good teams, as you very well know, in, in Columbus and in Lisbon, Pekin took some frustration out last night. Uh, it's safe to say against Highland, winning 56-0, uh, kind of the night of the blowouts, as we were talking about before the uh, the episode here. But I got to see some of this game as I got there with four minutes before halftime. was hoping I could get enough highlights from then, and that's really all I needed to see. They were just bigger, faster, and stronger. Tough year for the Huskies numbers-wise, but uh, the Panthers, Will Adam, rushed 11 times for 193 and four scores, almost 19 yards a carry for him. Uh, he had a great, great play before halftime. There was only four seconds left on the clock, uh, and he was about 75 yards out. He just took it the whole way on a run, uh, calling his own number. So Beacon looked great last night. Robert Brown, I think, scored as well as, as, as you call him, uh, downtown Robert Brown, I believe, and then yeah. uh, Sven Dahlstrom. Uh, <laughs> I like downtown Robert Brown. He's one of my favorites. Yeah, so those guys are playing really, really well, uh, especially coming off of two two losses, one one blowout loss to Columbus, and then uh, a close one as yeah, well. Yeah, what about to... that game last week? Um, 
they, they played Lisbon really tight. Um, yeah. That's where me and Scotty Melvin really started putting them, uh, put their, their team up on a higher shelf. Right, yeah. I mean, when you can get a, a result like that, even though it's a close loss, you're just in the game. Uh, so much and so it's so close. It's just really valuable experience for especially the younger guys because they're not really that old of a team. Uh, if you look at their roster, they got some key guys that are kind of used to making plays. Now they've been out there and they've been doing it. But uh, yeah, that is a a fun fun team. I'd have to look and see who they're who they're playing the rest of the year here. But uh, the Pekin Panthers, uh, great bounce back win last night. Always get a always good to get some guys in on the action uh, before well, before things start ramping back well, up. Uh, while we're talking quarterbacks, um, Scotty Melvin is in love with this uh, Will Adams. Yeah, he, he, he is, makes good he's decisions. Quite the athlete. He says also he's big and strong. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. What what what's your opinion of that kid? I think he's a, he's a great player. He he used to be a uh, receiver, I believe, is what uh, Coach Weber told me. And uh, he's just so athletic; they had to feel like they got him the ball uh, more often than than they were uh, before. So he is just a, a really good decision maker. He can run. He's got good chemistry with his receivers, and uh, when those guys have to pass, he can do it. And when they when they run, he makes good decisions with uh, read options and things like that. So I uh, really like what I'm seeing from him. And I believe he's just a junior as well. So uh, Coach Weber has got a lot of time to mold him until he leaves that program. So uh, good stuff from him. And he'll be one of the leaders for that squad going forward. I agree. So some other scores from last night from our uh, KTVO viewing area. Atumwa Falls, 23-62 at Ames. A uh, tough one for them last night against a good little Cyclones team. Uh, Atumwa came in off that uh, big loss and a homecoming against Marshalltown. So they'll look to bounce back here towards the end of the year and try to get things figured out. Another one I was at last night, Fairfield against Williamsburg. Um I kind of had the feeling that was going to be a tough one for Fairfield going into it. Williamsburg is just flat out one of the best teams in the state. I, I was really impressed uh, with what I saw from the Red Raider or from the Raiders, and uh, especially their their big talent, uh, Derek Weisskopf, who's going to be playing at Iowa. He's the real deal. He had a uh, receiving, passing, and interception touchdown all before the second quarter that I saw last night. So if you want to see those highlights, they're on my uh, Twitter or Facebook. So. Uh, Fairfield showed some fight, though, and I, I'm sure Coach Wheaton was hopefully happy, happy with his guys' effort uh, last night. Cardinal lost 62-52, or 60, sorry, 6-52 against EBF uh, last night. Cardinal off their first win of the season uh, last week, but a tough one against EBF, who can put up some crooked numbers. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Oskaloosa beats Clinton by three, one of the closer games of the night. And I didn't see too, too much on that one as I was putting together some highlights and stuff, but always good for those guys to bounce back. I think they were kind of struggling a little bit. So they beat the, uh, the winless Clinton team. And then a couple more here, Danville beats uh, Van Buren County. I think I saw, uh, Scotty Melvin was at that one. Yeah. Uh, so, so just a, uh, bit of a blowout there, just a different, uh, level, uh, for Danville in that one. And then Washington beats Mount Pleasant. Uh, 42-7, and Centerville was close against I-35 about midway through the third quarter, and then uh, the Roadrunners just kind of pulled away to get a 15-point win, 35-20. So those are the scores we got from last night. All right. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about this EBF team. They're kind of exciting me a little bit. They're they're getting they didn't get any wins last year, but I watched a couple games and they were fun, uh, fun little team. But this year they're putting some points on the board, putting some wins on the board. Uh, Sounds like they're improving over there. Yeah, they're they're definitely definitely improved from from last year. And I haven't been to one of theirs yet. We've sent a couple 
different people over to uh, to Eddieville to get those. But they've gotten some some good offensive numbers in their wins. I mean, 52 against Cardinal, 34 against Colfax Mingo, and 36 against East Marshall. Uh, and they kind of actually gave Pella Christian a good fight uh, last week, losing by uh, 22. Uh, to that good Eagles squad. So, yeah, that's an interesting team for sure. Uh, they got some good playmakers, the the athletes for sure. Uh, you got to keep your eye on always with, with Brooks Moore, who's just a great, great athlete, especially in basketball. And then Landon Glosser on the ground, almost 500 yards rushing for him so far this year. So it'll be interesting to see how the rest of the year goes uh, for the Rockets. They've got uh, Sigourney Kyoto next week at home. Uh, uh, so that'll be a tough one for, for uh, the Rockets. But if they can get that offense going, that that's not one that uh, SK can overlook. And then uh, Sadell the last week of the year for EBF. Yeah, them and Pekin are a couple teams that are moving up in my book, uh, and I'm really happy for them. Yeah, it's always good always good that uh, you can get some success, especially if you don't find it right away uh, during the year. So uh, that's definitely going to be a, a f- always fun to get some wins for those guys, especially when they didn't really experience it much uh, from last year. So, Well, uh, is that the end of the line? That's that's the end of the line, just kind of a week of the blowout. Uh, some teams catching their stride at the right time, which is fun to see. Uh, shout out to the uh, the sports guys that all helped us last night. We got 10, 10 games total on air. Uh, six Missouri, four Iowa. So check that uh, recap out from the Gridiron Lights episode on ktvo.com slash sports. If you want to see some commentary on the highlights and uh, Friday nights, they've been they've been hectic, but it's coming to a coming to a close here. We've been having fun, but as the saying goes, Dave, time flies when you're having fun. So it's been well, good. You're, you're 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 having more fun than most people can fit into the into the hours of the day. Uh, That's good. Jacob Lizendorf, people, the hardest working sports guy around uh the the fastest editor and the the, the guy who's uh, uh putting on the most miles on his vehicle that's for certain uh, that is true that well, is true thank god it's a company vehicle right <laughs> well uh, uh i'm gonna have to uh, bump you up a little bit well we'll talk to you at least in the next couple weeks the season will be over uh for the small yep. schools won't they yep pretty soon here i think uh, a couple weeks left is there check, any but... matchups next week that you're looking at i haven't looked ahead to see who's playing next week you know, I haven't I haven't looked ahead either yet. Just kind of coming off of the uh, busy night last night, so uh, I'll look during the week. But we'll try to get uh, get to the hopefully the better games. As uh, I won't be tied up with the tailgate tour next week, so kind of got got some options. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. It's going to be uh, fun to see these results, and hopefully these teams can can get a road to state. Would love to get to my first experience of the of the UNI Dome there in Cedar Falls. All right. Well, thanks for being with us. Thank you so much, Dave. Well, we want to thank uh, the sponsors that helped bring you uh, all this uh, highlights and uh, football on Friday nights here on Round Guy Radio. Uh, first of all, we want to thank Mike's Auto Sales of Muscatine and Iowa Tire of Fairfield, Iowa, as well as Kyoto Transmission and Repair, Flint Cliffs Manufacturing of Burlington, Wester Drug of Wilton and Muscatine, Jen Fagan, your neighbor's insurance agent, Home Plate Sports Cards of Oskaloosa, Henshaw Trailer Sales of Richland, Iowa, B Propane, Richardson's Tech Solutions of Richland, Iowa, The Farmers Co-op and Vision Ag of Kyoto and surrounding areas, and the Packwood Locker of Packwood, Iowa, soon to be Griner Meats and Groceries of Richland.